Jumping in, yesterday we talked about was Jesus a socialist or a capitalist, right? Which one did he fit more in? Which, uh, which one of those follows yeah. his train of thought, his, his thinking? Which one of those follows more the word? And we went down scripture after scripture after scripture, and the answer was not socialist, but capitalist. And uh, you brought up three scriptures. You brought up three scriptures that are used in the socialist argument. Mm -hmm. And what was interesting about, if I remember correctly, each one of those three scriptures um, was not a representation of wages, mm -hmm. but was a representation of gifts. Mm -hmm. In other words, I'm giving this to you because I love you, and that's where they used socialist. Uh, the socialist ideology. But you have to understand that comes from a heart that loves to give, yeah. not from a command or a law. And so one of the things we said after the broadcast yesterday is in terms of freedom, you can't judge uh, socialism based off of gifts. It has to be representative of wages. Yeah. And the one, the one place where they are talking about wages, sorry, the one place they are talking about wages is where you're actually sitting there and they say, well, I'm going to pay you a penny. Yeah. They have a contract and the middle of the day says, I'm going to pay you a day's wages, same mm -hmm. amount as the other person and a contract. And then the next person yeah. a contract. And, and, but he's saying at the end of it, he says, if I want to give more because of my love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, what's being done is a gift, mm -hmm. not a commanded wage. It was an agreed upon wage where they were actually in a capitalist society right. where they were saying, hey, here's what I'll pay you. said, okay, I'll take that. You know, mm -hmm. That's capitalism, not socialism. So it actually goes against that. You can't form socialism based off of gifts. You have, to, you have to see that based off of wages. And when you see the rewards and the wages paid for the work all throughout the Bible, it's more of a capitalist ideology yeah. than it is socialist. It's every time. And uh, I thought that was a good point and good way to put it to words is the gift versus wages. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Well, and it's the mercy of God so much. Like, mm -hmm. I remember when you moved here and you've shared this on the broadcast before, you were talking about how you got a revelation of it was the Lord's mercy that had provided, you mm -hmm. know, some seed in yeah. your life. And I've had the same thing happen where I realized, oh, this is God's mercy provided yeah. this yeah. for me. It wasn't that I earned this or that I did this yeah. right. It was God was really merciful in that yeah. season yeah. where I was. Yeah. And when you apply God's mercy and think of it as I can earn this or it's something yeah. to be earned in that way, it, it gets mm. real wonky real fast. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's funny that, you know, in each one of those examples that's used in the socialist argument, they're, they're coming at it from uh, examples of those love yep. gift versus just the wages. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of blows apart the whole argument as soon as you recognize that. Because when you move into socialism, we're not talking about people's love gifts. You're talking about wages right. and laws and, and no choice there, yeah. no choice on yeah. what they can have or how they can do that. You're talking about moving to the place where, no, you're going you're gonna to do what I want. Government owns the products, mm -hmm. government owns the services, and you'll get what we tell you eventually. Yeah. And you, know, you form everything into they all had everything in common except for the people at the top, right? right? It forms actually a much larger uh, average class 
and a smaller high class, but there's still a high class that yeah. runs things that has the benefits of it. And um, it's always not, you know, not what it should be. Yeah. So yeah. I think in looking at that, that was good. We are designed for freedom because yeah. Christ is the manifestation of freedom. Yeah. And one verse I'd like to go to, we, we've talked about each day, is Galatians 5.1. Please put that in the comments, Galatians 5.1. And let's go there. And I think this is a great verse. Mm -hmm. And it says, yeah. Galatians 5.1, it was for freedom yeah. that Christ set us free. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Just put that in the comments right now. It was for, and make freedom all caps. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. That's the whole point. Christ is a spirit of freedom. That's yeah. who he is. And, and you can say, well, you shouldn't be into politics. I'm not in politics right now. Even when I talk about socialism versus capitalism, I'm into spiritual things. I'm right. into this word, right? It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Yeah. That's the heart of who Christ is. That's the heart of who God is, is to set us free. Yeah. That's his heart. Not to have us in bondage, not to take away choice, but to set us free, yeah. right? And, and this is one of the things I think is so important for us to see is just how much God is for freedom, yeah. right? Well, one of the things, I know you have a question, but I think it'll kind of shift us away from this. Um, and so I want to ask it early. We talked about yesterday after the broadcast, for those of you who haven't been able to watch this week, one reason that this topic is important to me is because I came from a very socialist mindset. I thought that was right. And so yesterday's broadcast was phenomenal. Go back and rewatch it. It was great. Right. And it blew apart any sort of deception that socialism's the yeah. end all be all. But what I was talking to you about afterwards is I remember when I first started learning these things, it felt almost harsh to my spirit to have someone tell me socialism doesn't care about people. Socialism makes you just a number in, in a machine. Because for me, I thought socialism was the empathetic type yeah. of government system. Yeah. I thought it's the way to ensure yeah. people were yeah. protected and taken care of and free health care for everybody. Everybody is provided for. Yeah. And there's a lot of emotions that are wrapped up in socialism. That's a great statement. So before we moved into anything else for anyone watching who maybe has had some of those feelings, yeah. hearing how would you suggest that they move in what, yeah. while dealing with some of that stuff. Well, and that's a great question because, you know, part of the sales pitch on socialism is the empathy, yeah. right, is empathy. The, the issue is that's a misguided mm -hmm. uh, picture, yeah. right? It's a misguided picture because, you know, the Bible clearly says this, that you will know a tree by its fruit. Right, you will know a tree by its fruit. Yeah. When you watch socialism throughout history, the fruit on the tree of socialism is not nobody's left out. Right. It's a lot of people are left out, and you have a lot of people at the top 
are a few people at the top that are doing very, very well. Yeah. Everybody else is on the edge of poverty. And then you have like Canada's reports where they needed to go to the doctor and had to wait months and months because nobody was left out. Sure, you're on the list, right. but when do you get seen? Mm. You know, and, and what if you could have stopped it a month ago, yeah. but now you, you're a month too late? So then does that person get left out? It does. So it paints that picture, but it doesn't show the whole picture. It doesn't show the full picture, right? Yeah. And so that empathy is a, empathy is a great thing, uh, but you don't just jump on anything that says, I'm empathetic. Mm -hmm. any, any system can say we're the most empathetic, but that doesn't mean that they are. Yeah. You tell it by the fruit. Mm -hmm. You know, Are there people left out? Is everybody in it completely equal? No. No, because you have a higher class that, run, that rules, right? right? They're not, it's not completely equal. So that's a lie from the beginning, right? That's a complete lie from the beginning. Somebody has to run it. Mm -hmm. In other words, somebody has to represent the government of it. Well, who does that? Well, we're smarter because, so we'll do it. Says who? Yeah. You know, says who? You know, in other words, there's not representation there. Anybody can, anybody with, that just has power can then take over. Right. Yeah. Right? And just, if that person desires to take over with power, right, then the issue is all it takes for somebody to do is not somebody smart, just somebody who, who has enough uh, power to take it. Well, that doesn't make them good or bad. That can be a good or bad person, yeah. right? They can have a political power. They can have a, a might power. Uh, they can have an army power. They could have any of that. So you set yourself up to really just be... Um, you know, lose in the end. Yeah. And so when you look at the fruit of it, it's just not, it's not a true picture of it. And that's, that's the issue. You got to look at history. You can't just take you know, a sales pitch, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can't just go off of a sales pitch and that's what's happened. And that's, yeah. that's what's happening. And uh, whereas the Lord actually doesn't want anybody left out, mm -hmm. He's empowered his church yeah. to be the salt and the light. The issue is that the church has not been this, uh, but also the Lord has set up a system that, uh, remember, if you don't work, you don't eat. Yeah. So in other words, the Lord did not set up a system to in, uh, empower people or entitle people, right? Uh, what's, it, uh, what's it called when you... Uh, continue giving to somebody and they Enab shouldn't enabling. be enabling. He, the Lord does not, thank you. The Lord's not set up an enabling system, yeah. right? The Lord set up a system where if you're really in trouble, there's help, yeah. right? If you really need help, there's help. But if you're not willing to help yourself, mm -hmm. then the Lord says that's the attitude that needs to change. Yeah. Because if you're not willing to help yourself and to make changes, your life will always go down. Now you're throwing out the commands of God yeah. to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. So the Lord has a healthy system that works. Yeah. And capitalism actually grabs a hold of those mm -hmm. and is actually more empathetic to the whole body. Yeah. right? And so a lot of times... You know, there's, there's sales pitches, and you have to watch the sales pitches. And right now, there's a major socialism sales pitch going on all yeah. over the world, in America, in our schools, in our universities, on our, on our TVs. There's, I mean, it's a big sales pitch. Yeah. And just because they say it looks good, look at the fruit. 
because yeah. it's not as empathetic as what it makes out to be. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just because everybody has a number doesn't mean that you know everybody's numbered in it. Yeah. Doesn't mean that everybody gets the care or the treatment. Yeah. And the issue is, what if one person, the Lord system very clearly is a reward-based system mm-hmm. based off of what you do. Yeah. Man who sows much will reap much. If you if you work hard, you'll be rewarded. Run the race for the prize. Yeah. Take these talents and produce. Yeah. God designed us at the beginning of the book to be like him and produce. Every seed produces after its kind. Yeah. So if we are being unproductive, then we are not fitting God's system. And God loves us with an everlasting love. He set it up so that we would be in the best place at the best time, doing the, having the best things. Yeah. But that takes humility. So what happens is the same thing that happened in Genesis 11. You have people that say, I don't want to do it God's way. I want to do it my way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and because of that, they'll throw away the best system to try and make a name for themselves in another system. That's what happened at the Tower of Babel. Because they don't want to yield to God. They don't want to do it. I want to be the boss. Yeah. I want I want to do these things. Yeah. And uh, but and I understand if if I was the boss, if I'm the one that's always running things, then I get that. But when it's God who loves you with an everlasting love, yeah. his love demands that it be the best for you. Yeah. And I can tell you from experience, when you do things God's way, it's always the best. Sometimes your flesh gets challenged, and I was like, I don't really want to do this. But because I know he loves me, I'm going to do it his way. It always works out the best. Yeah. Yeah. And so the most empathetic system is the one that God's designed. Yeah. Capitalism follows that model, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. not that, it's not, we were talking yesterday too, it's not that God and Jesus are capitalists, it's that capitalist follows that model yeah. of, of who God is. Yeah. Capitalism actually, not to a T, mm-hmm. but it's the closest thing sure. uh, that we have to that. So. Yeah. Well, um, I remember yesterday we were talking about the rich young ruler. You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of times you were saying how that was often used for socialism that, oh, when he came back, they gave him, you know, and you, you made it clear that. Or the prodigal son. Or, yeah, the prodigal son. Yeah. yeah. I was with prodigal, you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the prodigal son, you know, yeah. like how when he came back, they were, you know, like he, you, you made a very cool point where, you know, the father didn't say, no, I didn't say that I gave it all to you. Everything I have is yours to the older son. To the, to older, the older son, yeah. yeah. But you also have to look back because this is where, you know, that whole empathetic approach, uh, like, gets wonky, right? When, when he went and squandered everything, where was the father? Yeah. He was at home. He wasn't yeah. there with a pillow, like, laying his he- yeah. head, head, you know, and, like, helping him every Coddling time Coddling his son yeah. or enabling he, his son. He wasn't enabling his yeah. son. He was back at home yeah. praying for his son, waiting yes. for his son to have a heart change. And here's yeah. the reality is... To wake up. Yeah. Which is... He was. He needed him to wake up. Yeah, that and, was the key. And the only way for him to wake up was for him. I mean, you. This is how God operates, right? God yeah. gives people over to their devices. You know, yeah. like he doesn't. He doesn't run. And you know, uh, you know, the Bible says he's a reward of those who diligently seek him. But the Bible also says he gives people over to their devices. So if yeah. they make those choices, they will reap the consequences yeah. of those choices. But it's. But those are the moments when people can really have a heart change. Right? Yeah, that's yes. what you see with the rich young or yes. the rich young prodigal. Ruler, the prodigal son. Yeah, you see with the prodigal son, he's there like sleeping with the 
pigs and, yeah. and yeah. desiring their own food. And that's when the Bible says, and then he thought to himself, you know, he came to yeah. himself and was like, I was eating better in my father's house. And he had a heart change because yeah. no one was there, you know, cradling him every time he fell, but yeah. right. because he was actually able to, to bear the consequences of yes. his actions. And that's what made his heart turn. Yeah. And that's what actually, and that's what led him back to his, yeah. his father. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things where, you know, we, we shouldn't have systems in place to where when people, you know, make really stupid choices, like, yeah. you know, like that's basically a lot of what we see in social, socialism is that basically a system is set up so that when people intentionally make dumb choices, yeah. like it's just, it, it makes the fall easier and then they'll never actually turn from their choices. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't bring about mm -hmm. uh, change mm -hmm. in yeah. that person. Mm -hmm. It just allows them to keep getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. It, and so, which is now more empathetic. And that's, that's mm -hmm. the point of it is yeah. you get to the place where uh, that socialist system just allows them to keep sliding down the path. Yeah. yeah. Whereas a capitalist system, it, there's cause and effect, and there's a price. Yeah. And what you see is, if I don't make a change, this is never going to get better. Yeah. yeah. So which system does God employ? The one that that's more like the capitalist system, which is why the capitalism is more like God's way. Yeah. Right. And so you see it all throughout this Bible yeah. that this system is more like that. And, and what does that lead to? Why are we talking about the socialism versus capitalism? Why are, why are we talking about the empathy? Is because this, there's a system of freedom and a system that denies freedom. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So think about this in the, in the prodigal son story. Let's say he goes out and he makes this mistake, right? Now he makes this mistake, he comes back to the father's house. In a socialist system, he, he doesn't get to ever rebound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He has no chance for a rebound mm -hmm. because he's, he's gonna, you're going to work this job, you're going to get paid this much, mm -hmm. and this is it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right? But in the capitalist system, he says, you know what? I made some dumb mistakes. Now let me go work and let me turn this around. Mm -hmm. And as I work hard and I believe God and I tap into God's system, mm -hmm. now that, that uh, prodigal son now yeah. has the ability to actually rebound mm -hmm. and actually go forward and, and gain even more than what he had yeah. before. Well, even his heart going back, yeah. he wasn't trying to go back in the position of a son. That's no, he went back. As, that's right. He went back like as low as he could have gone. That's right. And it was the father's gift to him to promote yes. him higher. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a good good point, Kevin. He says capitalism has built-in accountability checks. Mm -hmm. you know, and that, that's one of those things. So what is that? That's freedom. Mm -hmm. You have the freedom to make a bad choice. You have the freedom to make a good choice. Yeah. See, in the socialism, it, it, caps, mm -hmm. it caps the good choices. Yeah. You can't keep, and it, and it doesn't pay. It doesn't pay to make good choices, so why should I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. So in other words, if I make a bunch of good choices, I can't get ahead. Mm -hmm. So why should I make good choices? So what happens is your work level and your expectation level, isn't God a God of expectation? But if, if all of my good choices are capped, it caps expectation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's no freedom to expect greater things, mm. no, no freedom for that, yeah. no freedom to expect an abundance. Yeah. Is, does socialism provide an abundance outside of the ruling class? Nope. No, there's not an abundance. Mm. But it, what does the word say in 2 Corinthians 9? 
I want to do every good work. Well, every good work only comes through abundance. I'll give you an abundance. I'll give you an abundance for every good deed, for every good work. So when you cut down socialism, you cut down the abundance. Yeah. And now the good works that are supposed to go to every numbered person can't get there yeah. because there's no abundance in the church. So what you see with socialism is constantly capped. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing. It's a system that doesn't work. God knew it. That's why he capped it at Babel. Yeah. They, the way they're going about their stuff, I'm going to put a cap on it. They'll never be able to go past. It doesn't work. Yeah. That's why when you look through history, it's got bad fruit because it doesn't work. It's anti-God. Yeah. It goes against his laws, and it leads people out of expectation, leads yeah. them out of abundance. It leads them out of freedom. And so that's one of the things that's very important for us to see in the kingdom of God. As you've been talking, um, the Holy Spirit has been talking to me and showed me something I haven't thought of before. You say often that all, and it's true, all the enemy has is the ability to deceive. Yeah. So things that we're deceived into often are counterfeits of the reality. Yes. So alcohol is a yeah. counterfeit to like the peace and freedom the and new, joy. The new wine of the Holy Ghost. The new wine of yeah. the Holy Ghost. So as you're talking, what I what the Holy Spirit was showing me is what I desired about socialism years ago was a counterfeit to what yeah. the word says the church is to be. Yeah. So the thought of everybody's numbered. God knows all the number of hair on every yeah. single person's head. Each person is valuable. Yes. All of the things that the enemy uses in socialism to pull on the empathy and the feelings of people yes. is there's a reality in the word where yes. there's freedom and mm -hmm. truth, but the enemy is appealing to what we want, we yes. want to be empathetic people, to take care of others, mm -hmm. to have all things in common, because we're designed Design that, that way. way. Yep. We yearn for that, and the enemy knows it, so yep. he pulls on us. And I know you know this, but this is, this yeah, is a no, fun light bulb going. moment yeah. for me. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> if we should, and I know this goes hand in hand with what you're about to ask, of course we should be talking about socialism because if the world buys into a system instead of buys yeah. in to the kingdom, that's where the church has become weak. You talk about why yeah. should I work to be better? The greasy grace gospel that's gone out of why do I need to have works? God's yeah. grace covers me. That's a socialist mindset. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, this is exciting. Well, and what you see is <laughs> by putting in the counterfeit, you put something else on the throne yeah. of our lives. Mm -hmm. And so and now and I want to show you what leads what can lead people to get to this place. What can lead what's one of the doctrines that can lead people to get to this place? One of the wrong doctrines about the word is that God doesn't want you to prosper. Yeah. Because if you don't believe that God wants you to prosper, then what's your next thought? Then why should I try? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it leads you to the place where this is, because if I'm not prospering, I don't have abundance. I don't have the, the abundance for every good work. Yeah. Why should I even try? Then God's not going to supply this stuff for me. Mm -hmm. Then I'm immediately looking for somebody who is. Yep. You see? And so then when people come against like the prosperity gospel and stuff like that, they don't even know what they're doing. It is, it is deception. So that's why it's important to know the heart and the character and nature of God. Everything in this book is talking about how he wants us blessed. Yeah. 
because, and he did, he paid the price to get us there. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, it's one of those things where you can't take away from people uh, future productivity. Yeah. You can't take that away. That's designed by God. Future productivity, yeah. doing well, making good decisions, believing God for increase, believing God for fruit, yeah. right? Believing God for an increase. Jesus kept increasing yeah. in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man, Luke 2.52. Think about that scripture in itself. Socialism doesn't let people increase. Yeah. Communism doesn't let people increase. It doesn't have freedom. Then you can't follow Christ yeah. because he kept increasing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's who it's, there's a freedom. There's got to be a freedom there. And, and a Declaration of Independence had it correct. This is something given by God. Yeah. Yeah. It's God, God formed, God breathed, God instilled inside of each one of us. Who are we to say, no, you can't do it? Right. And that, see, the issue is because, and our preachers have not preached on the goodness of God and our, our whole bodies of uh, believers have not known God for who it is. They don't see this as contrary to God. Yeah. They don't see where there's, it's a completely contrary nature to who God is. They yeah. don't see that. You know? and, they'll, and they're believing the sales pitch of some fat cat ruling classes that want to rule the world and keep everybody in, in subjection. Yeah. 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 Well, the devil disguises himself as an angel. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. So just because something looks good doesn't mean it's from God. Yeah. You know, and that's basically what we're talking about, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know, it might look good. It might sound good. Yeah. You'll, you know, and I, I think you were talking about like you got to look at who's backing it too. You know? Yes. Like, yeah. Like the world is who's the, one the influence. Yeah. 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 I mean, wh why in the world is Hollywood firing actors who have a capitalist mindset? You know, like. Uh, like there, there's multiple stories, you know, of of them doing that. They're you controlling know, the, the heroes. Yeah. 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 You know, all the, the quote unquote heroes. Yeah. A lot of the 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 influencers are all saying the same thing, and they're yeah. and we recognize that they aren't godly; they're worldly. So we, if we look at who are the worldly people, like like the worldly people, the worldly influencers, what are they promoting? We need to we need to take yeah. a step back. Hey, they're saying that this is good, but I know that th that that this is the the system of the world. Yeah. yeah. So I need to start stepping back and thinking. I don't want to follow the system of the world. You know, the Bible says very clearly yeah. in Romans twelve two, don't conform to the pattern of this world. Yeah. So yeah. so what's the world saying? What's the world pushing? What's the world promoting? I'm not supposed to conform to that. I'm supposed to to renew my mind to what the word says. Yeah. And so if the world's going one way, you know, the church needs to be going the opposite way. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and you know, that's... But, uh, and, and that doesn't mean that they just go the opposite way blindly. Yeah. They, they examine where's the yeah. world going yeah. compared to this, yeah. and then they follow this. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, that's generally what's yeah. going to happen. I yeah. mean, I can think of a couple of instances where it would the church would go along with what the world's doing, but it's rare. It, yeah. Most of the time it's going to, especially in this day and age, yeah. you know, yeah. in this day and age, yeah. you know, good has been called bad, bad has been called good, yeah. you know, so much. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to find it very many times where the church and the world are supposed to go the same direction. 
Yeah. Well, and it's our responsibility to do what Romans 12, 1 and 2 tells us to do, to renew our minds yeah. each and every single day. Yeah. Because with with so much propaganda being shoved, and it's it's everywhere. It's mm-hmm. TV, oh, yeah. movies, music, social media. Like, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Yes. And especially the most popular stuff. Like, when the most popular things come out, like, it's typically woven in there in yeah. ways that mm-hmm. you don't even see. Yep. It goes down to how do bankers examine, like, how can you tell if there's a counterfeit bill? Bankers, you've talked about this, will examine the authentic. They'll examine the true dollar bill. So that way, when a false one comes through, they know the the real so well that they can point and say, that's not God. It's our responsibility to renew our minds to what does the word say and not try and make the word fit in the world's mold and yeah. that's what we've done is we've well this piece fits here this piece fits there and it'll be fine yeah. instead of letting the full counsel of the world or of the word shape yeah. our viewpoint yeah well and why would we for example when you're saying this and the words viewpoint and following god instead of following the world okay well what makes god and his word better you know what makes god and his word better is his love, yeah. his absolute love and his freedom. And you know, I can tell you testimonies of people that are alive because of miracles, people yeah. that are healed because of the love of God manifesting in their body. I can tell you of just the peace of God. I watch people constantly who are in torment and fear and up and down and all over the place. You got people even who have quote unquote made it and been successful that you know, will kill themselves yeah. because they're not they're not truly happy in their heart. Yeah. They got all the stuff the world has to offer, mm-hmm. but they don't have peace. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you have these areas, but God offers you a way to have all of that peace and mm-hmm. the things that he wants to bless you with. He just doesn't want the things to have you. That's yeah. it. He doesn't mind you having things. But what you see is the love of God also that won't, you know, I, I understand, you know, church and Christians always take it to the eternal, mm-hmm. right? And that obviously that's a big deal because it's eternity. Mm-hmm. It never stops and either you'll be in heaven or hell. Yeah. We don't want people to be in hell. Yeah. We don't want them to be, the devil is to see people that it's like a good place, right? Yeah. But it's not. It's not a good place. It is a torturous place for all eternity. And of course, we don't want that. But just for the sake of argument, for somebody who really doesn't believe that and doesn't think that it's true, set that aside just for a second. Although we we shouldn't set that aside in our thoughts, Mm -hmm. right? But just for this point, God's way of doing things is actually very, very blessed, very prosperous, and the joy, Mm -hmm. and the peace. And the issue is the church has not walked in the fruit of that to its fullness. They've dropped dropped the testimony Mm -hmm. of the fullness of God's goodness, Mm -hmm. right? And because of that, the world has not seen Mm -hmm. just how much he loves them. But it's true. I can tell you from experience, our lives are so much better because of God all the time. Nicole and I all the time are kind of like, 
God, I don't know what we would do if we weren't born again. This is so much better. Yeah. And it's one of those things where a lot of times people are like, yeah. when they finally do accept Christ, they'll go, man, why did I fight this for so long? Right. Why in the world? Like, that was dumb, you know? Yeah. Like, this is so much better. This yeah. is so good, yeah. you know? And so when you see the action, and I'm not talking about in the sweet by and by in eternity. I'm talking about right here, right now. Yeah. God's way of doing things. His love demands yeah. that it be the best for you and yeah. I. That's yeah. why we want to follow God's way, and God's way is freedom. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's who he is. Yeah, and so when we renew our minds, that'll help us to be able to walk in that freedom. Yes. That'll help yeah. us to be able to identify now that's the world yeah. system, yeah. and no, that's the kingdom of God system. Yeah. Like when you were talking about the, um, when you were talking about the the counterfeit bill, yeah. you know, it works the same the same way in the kingdom of the world. Like if we are ob always studying and listening to and being influenced by the world, the media, the yeah. news, the the you know the the famous people on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all those guys. Like we're always taking in content from yeah. them and we're rarely in this, yeah. you know, what ha what'll happen is then when we get into the word, uh, we'll be like, oh, no, I don't agree with that. Yeah. The, the preacher will say, say, you know, the pastor will say something under the anointing of God. No, I don't agree with that because yeah. we've been so ingrained to believe yeah. what the yeah. world been is programmed. saying. Yeah, we've yeah. been programmed. And yeah. so that's why it's important for us. You know, if, if there's anything we do, we need to like you, you hunger and humility, you know, yeah. get hungry for the things of God where, where we get more input from yeah. the word of God than from the world. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, uh, I shared this quote last week, um, from Bill Johnson when he said, if you get more input from, yeah. from mainstream media than the word of God, your discouragement is self-inflicted. Like yeah. yes. a lot of times people are getting more input from the mainstream media yeah. and all of that. And they're discouraged and they, or, or they're, pushing something that's not of God yeah. and it's yeah. because they're not in this as much as they're in this yes. you know like like we spend eight hours a day in this yes you know like we got what 24 hours a day you know mm -hmm. eight hours spent sleeping eight hours spent working eight hours spent doing our own thing and a lot of times people spend that those eight hours just watching movies watching yeah. all this stuff yeah and, and it's no wonder that so many people think Oh no! That, what that preacher said—that's not right. You know. You, they, yeah, because they're programmed for those eight hours, yeah. and and even by you know their coworkers at work and things mm -hmm. like that, they're yeah. programmed mm -hmm. to think things yeah. from people that don't know God. So yeah. it's hard for them to know the truth. Yeah. And that's you know I want y'all right now think of any final questions you have on this today, mm -hmm. but I want you to just see some of these scriptures. Look at the freedom of yeah. God. Galatians five one. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Yeah. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. John 8, 31 and 32. So Jesus was saying to the Jews who had believed in him, if, if, you, a choice, mm -hmm. yeah. you continue in my word, a free choice, mm -hmm. if, mm -hmm. right? If you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Yeah. That's what he came for. He yeah. came for freedom, right? Mm -hmm. Verse 36, John 8, 36. So if the Son makes you free, you will be free yeah. indeed. Yeah. Again, what's he what did Jesus come for? For freedom, mm -hmm. to have complete freedom, right? Now, you see also in the same verses that his Father was behind that. 
Isaiah 10, 27. Uh, it's the anointing of God that breaks the yoke. Yeah. That's freeing them from a yoke of bondage. Second mm -hmm. Corinthians 3, 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. In other words, now watch this. God is so much around freedom that when he shows up, people just start popping free. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's carrying so much freedom yeah. that it just starts manifesting where the spirit of the Lord is, freedom comes. Boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Because yeah. that's who he is. Mm -hmm. That's his character. Yeah. That's his makeup. That's his nature. Mm -hmm. Freedom is God. Yeah. Yeah. So if you start suppressing men, and not giving them freedom, you are being anti-Christ, yeah. anti-God, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that right there solves the whole socialism, communism, capitalism. Because when you suppress men, mm -hmm. you're being anti-God. You mm -hmm. can't, and socialism, communism, do that in its makeup. That's its design. Mm -hmm. uh, Luke 4.18, Jesus said, the spirit, which we know is the spirit of freedom yeah. is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor, sent me to proclaim release to the captive, freedom yeah. to the captive, recovery of sight to the blind, freedom of sight to the blind, yeah. to set free those who are oppressed, yeah. to yeah. proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. In other words, this is a favored thing. Yeah. Uh, Galatians 5, 13 and 14, for you were called to free freedom. In other words, in Christ, you were called to free freedom. <clears throat> Romans 6, 18, and having been freed from sin, yeah. 1 Peter 2, 16, act as free men. Yeah. Uh, how, can I, how can I promote socialism when God gave me a commandment to act free? I, I'm breaking the command of God. Yeah. So a preacher that gets up and supports socialism shouldn't be a preacher. They're breaking the command of God. Act as free men. And now each one of these says this. These last three that I mentioned, it says you were called to freedom, but don't turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh. Yeah. And don't, your freedom doesn't mean it's untamed and wild yeah. to sin or to hurt other people, yeah. right? It doesn't mean that, so some people say, well, yeah, God wants me free. He wants me to have a choice, you know, to abort my baby, to murder my baby in my womb. That's not freedom because you just put that, that baby in bondage. Yeah. You didn't love your neighbor as yourself because if, if you loved your neighbor as yourself, then you should die as well yeah. because of that. You see, because you're treating them, you're killing that baby, then you're saying, I, I want to die too. But no, you're doing it because you want to do sin things. Yeah. You want to not have that pressure that's not treating your neighbor as yourself. That's killing someone for your own pleasure, yeah. for your own for your own freedom. Yeah. And I understand. The, I understand the well. What about in rape? And what about what about these different things? I understand that. I understand those arguments. But you you have to understand those arguments. That's made to be like it happens seventy five percent of the time is less than one percent of the time. Right. So out of a hundred. Out of 100 people that have abortions, one, less than one person, yeah. has that situation going on. Mm. That's not enough to make the law, but here's the other thing. That one person, I'll, I'll say this, this is the heart of God. You have an opportunity, a very unique opportunity, 
to serve a child that came about for the wrong reasons, but to serve them and show them the love of God and trust God to be your source, but not kill them because somebody else did wrong. Never in this word, never. I, I hate it when people are trying to find a way to still do it. Never in this Bible do you see somebody who says, do wrong because you were done wrong too. Mm -hmm. It's not in here. Mm -hmm. No, it says if something wrong happened, you still do what's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And just because something bad happened doesn't mean that we have the right to do that. See, that's taken away the freedom of that child. And I know that child might not be there for because somebody did right. But at some point, God breathed on that child to give it life. Yep. God made a conscious choice yep. to breathe life into, into, that, into that child that yep. would be, be there. God breathed life into it and said, this child is worthy of life. Yeah. And so for us to say, no, it happened because of, because of rape, it happened, you know, and my life hangs in the balance. Yeah. Then what you're saying is God chose wrong. Yeah. Right, and so you're now you're taking away that freedom, yeah. and so in other words, I want you to see. Look at this, Romans six eighteen. Oh, sorry. It says, "And having been freed from sin, you become you became slaves of righteousness, not sla not slaves back to sin, or not to move into sin again." First Peter two sixteen. Act as free men. Do not use your freedom as a covering for evil. Yeah. Right, so. You people want to have their choice, but they want to use that choice for evil. That's an evil thing. Yeah. It said, but use it to be bond slaves of God because everything God commands us to do is always going to be the best for us and for all the people around us yeah. and for the kingdom of God. Yeah. So our freedom is not a freedom to sin. It's, a, it's not a freedom to make any choice. It's a freedom to make the right choices. Yeah. That's what the word says. Use it as a freedom to make the right choices. Yeah. And then that those right choices, what's going to happen when we make those right choices? All of a sudden, the blessing of God will come on that obedience. You'll start having favor that comes. seems like it comes out of nowhere, but it came straight from the heart of God. You'll start having a blessing and freedom. See, that's the point of freedom, and that's the point of walking in godliness, is to move to the place where God can bless you. Yeah. He wants you blessed. That's what this whole book is about. Yeah. He wants you blessed. Yeah. And when we actually move in that way, it, it's, it's such a blessing. Mm -hmm. It's such a blessing. Yeah. Amen. Final questions? I don't think I have any. Right okay. Now. I have a question, but as you were talking, what came up to me is what does a child do? You know, the word tells us to have yeah. childlike faith, to have faith as a child. I, I used to teach kindergarten and there would be parts of teaching where it's, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. No child that I ever taught or that I've ever been around says, I want to be mediocre and average for my entire <laughs> life. Right. Every child I've ever been around, when you ask them, it's, I want to be a rock star. I want to be like a movie star, a doctor. Like they have such high yeah. goals and dreams for themselves. We were designed That's to increase. That's a great point. Yeah. Who we are is designed to yeah. increase yeah. and it we have been programmed to do the opposite. But when you take away all of the bias, all of the indoctrination, and you go back to 
a child who has no influence yeah. left on their own and they have faith by themselves, they dream big. Yeah. They don't dream yeah. average. They dream big. And that's how you, myself, pastor and buddy, that's how we're designed is to dream yes. bigger yes. than mediocre and average. Yeah. They dream on the level of their creation. Yeah. yeah. You know, if left alone, they dream on the level of their creation, which is in the image and likeness of God. Yeah. They dream heavenly heights. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, only, it's only adults indoctrination that causes us to dream smaller. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to be that person. Mm -hmm. you know, I, want, I don't want to be the person that holds anyone back. Yeah. I want them to dream. The, the Lord teaches mm -hmm. us, stretch our eyes to see. In the full counsel of this word, he teaches us. Dream big, think big, stretch our eyes to see, right? Yeah. We got to set our eyes on things above, not on things below. Mm. That's, you know, he's telling us, think and dream big. Yeah. God wants you blessed. He yeah. wants you increasing. He wants you prosperous. He wants you in abundance to do every good work. He wants you moving forward. He wants you free. Put yeah. it in the comments right now. God wants me free yeah, in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Amen. And we love you so very much. And thank you for uh, just actually taking the time to educate yourself about the nature of God's freedom that's designed for you. Thank you for taking the time to do that. Thank you for being with us. And you know, somebody that needs to hear this message, yeah. share the broadcast, take the link Share it on Twitter. Share it on uh, Facebook. Share it wherever it is. Share it. Like it. Subscribe. And uh, hit the bell like we said before. But God won't. God wants you free. Yeah. Now, here's, here's the thing. Today, if you want to sow, you're welcome to. You never have to. That's not something that's required. We give this to you freely. Yeah. It's yours to do with it what you want. If you'd like to help support that and get the good news of, of the freedom of Christ out there, you're welcome to give. You can go to giveww.org, uh, Facebook, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Text to Give, Cryptocurrency. You can do all of that. Uh, the QR link is right there on, on the uh, screen. You can shoot that and all the stuff is there. And uh, let's just pray for anybody that's partnering with us on a regular basis. Uh, let's pray for them that they would be blessed, that it would overflow. Amen. Will you pray for that, buddy? Yes, sir. Well, Father God, right now in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, that your word works. Father, you Amen. are a man of your word. You're a God of your word. Father, thank yes. you, Lord. You are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. But God, if you said it, you'll do it. Yes. And God, you said in your word, whoever sows bountifully will reap bountifully, Father God. God, your word your word shows, God, the importance of sowing and reaping. Yes. So, Father, I thank you, Lord. God, thank as, you, as your word says, whatever a man sows, that he shall reap. So, Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we declare every seed sown blessed. Yes. Every gift blessed. God, every partner seed blessed in Jesus' name. God, may it be blessed, pressed down, shaken together, let it be pouring over into their laps, yes. God. We call in yeah. that harvest, God, thank to be you, blessed in Jesus name thank you for those who have been obedient to hearing your voice and to sowing the seed God in Jesus name bless them amen yes amen, amen. 
We love you so very much. If you have uh, continuing questions about freedom, about God's heart on that, you're welcome to send those in. You can go to whatsright.com. Always you can send us a message. If you have a testimony, we want to hear about those yeah. as well. And uh, we love you. Go to What's Right. You can put on there as well. We want to stay in the loop. Keep in the loop with y'all. Find out what's going on. Special events. We do have some coming up uh, very quickly. We love you so very much. Have a great one. Go watch the rest of the videos on uh, YouTube from this week on freedom. And uh, have a great day. We'll see you next time. Here's Abby to wrap it up. Hey guys, that was awesome. Once again, make sure that you share this broadcast. This word needs to get out to some of your friends and family, some of my friends and family. So I'm gonna be doing just the same on Facebook. There's a little share button that's nice and very conveniently placed right about there. <laughs> um, but then on YouTube, there's also a place where you can click it and you can copy the link. So you can post that link to Twitter or Facebook, or you can simply just text it to your friends and family. And that's an easy way to sow into the broadcast and to get the word out. But exciting news, guys. We have Holy Ghost Weekend this weekend. And guys, it's starting tomorrow. I It's crazy for me to think that Tomorrow is Friday, but it is. This week has zoomed by, and I am so excited for prayer night tomorrow from 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. It is six hours of power-packed prayer. It always goes by faster than it feels. The fastest six hours of my life. It just zooms by. And then the next day, we have Soul Winning Saturday, where we are doing exactly what Jesus commanded us before, after he rose again, or after, yeah, after he rose again and went up to heaven, he gave us a commission. He said, go win souls. And that's exactly what we'll be doing this Saturday. And if you've never been, even if you have, but you still feel like, well, this could feel a little scary, don't worry, come on, because we will be having a training session. We have laid it out so easily. And if the Lord's told us to do it, then that means that there is ability for it to be easy and light. Then the next day we are having Holy Spirit Sunday where we will have our 10 a.m. service, but then a special 4 p.m. service where we just let Holy Spirit do whatever he wants. And it has been getting more and more powerful each and every month. You are not going to want to miss it. So we'll see you this weekend. But before that, we'll see you tomorrow at 1130. Bye.